Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, online at robertsrobinson.com. 40,000 hours of Capitol surveillance tapes, and Donald Trump is the underdog. Okay, how's Kev going to weave this one together on this episode of KKHI? I have been waiting the last three weeks for these hours and hours and hours of tapes to come out from the Capitol after the January 6th insurrection, and Tucker Carlson presented all those on Fox News on Monday night. And the headline of the video is this, and we'll get into this, some of the details of what we've got here. The, the, to me, the headline of the video that was released, the unseen footage prior to now, is it confirms everything I thought about January 6th. It probably confirms everything you thought about January 6th, that there were police officers everywhere, Capitol Police, just waving people in, walking around, making sure they weren't breaking things, that they weren't, you know, busting statues or defacing artwork on the wall or knocking over glass cases or damaging things. Yes, some vandals broke some doors and some windows to get in. Those people, in my opinion, anybody that got violent or broke anything should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Anybody that just walked in there and took a picture after we've now seen all these police officers wave them in and allow it to happen should have never under any circumstance been prosecuted. And is it a poor decision to have walked in? Should you have known, hey, this could be trouble. I really don't belong in here. I could get in trouble for this. You probably should have known that. But when police officers are standing there walking around with you telling you it's okay, you don't think like that. The face of the January 6th insurrection was the QAnon shaman, a Navy veteran that loves America, that walked around the Capitol building and did absolutely nothing except take pictures. He went into the House chamber, got up on the podium, made some comments to people that were there, spoke with the police, thanked them for being brave, thanked the police officers for being there, and we now have surveillance footage showing two officers basically walking around with QAnon shaman the entire time he was there. They never asked him to leave. They never told him where to go or what to do. At one point, he walks down the hallway, and there are nine total police officers and only one insurrectionist, and that was QAnon Shaman, as he's walking down the hallway attempting to now leave the Capitol building. At no point did anybody ever say, you have to go. At no point did they say, we're going to put these cuffs on you. you got to go. we got to get you out. Nothing like that. This man is serving four years in prison. They have charged him and convicted him of obstructing an official proceeding. That is his crime. Obstructing an official proceeding. His name is Jacob Chansley. He's from Arizona, and he is in jail. And the cops were basically his tour guides that day. He trusted the police. He has gone on record and said, I made one terrible mistake. I trusted the police at the Capitol. The police at the Capitol were becoming at that time with the new Congress and and Biden and Pelosi taking over everything, they were going to be instructed by Nancy Pelosi. They were going to be run by the Democrats, and we now know what occurred. But most of this that we saw, Ray Epps, the FBI plant, lying now. We now know he lied under oath that at like 2.12 p.m., he had not left the Capitol building. There's surveillance video of him at 2.41 p.m., so he has lied under oath. He has purged himself. Josh Hawley was made fun of during the January 6th select committee show trial for running, being like a scaredy cat. Like he incited these people to go do this. And then he ran scared and they showed a teeny tiny little video clip of her surveillance camera where it's an intersection of two hallways. And there goes Holly running. And it's all you see. It's like a one second clip 
They mocked him and they laughed at him at the show trial. What we now know is you play the full video for 30 seconds and you see 100 members of Congress and Senate running through that hallway and running out of there before Josh Hawley, and he's actually the last guy out. It is completely and utter misleading. They released video of Barry Loudermilk, a representative, a Republican, the day before, showing some of his constituents from his home state around the Capitol building. They put this in the show trial and said this was him showing people where to go and what to do and how to lead the insurrection. It's not true. None of those people were there on January 6th. They were there the day before. Officer Sicknick, the man who died later of a stroke, was not killed by a fire extinguisher. He is shown healthy and not engaged with anybody near the end of all this on a videotape. So there's a gazillion different things that you can see on all this videotape. And it just basically confirms for me what I knew all along, and that was not a dangerous place. There were no violent criminals there. There was no violence taking place other than some property damage, and it was minor. To be honest, it was minor, and it was a handful of people. And though, again, those people should be prosecuted for breaking things and becoming violent. I believe that. The others that were just wandering around that saw police officers waving them in, I don't know how we prosecuted these people. I don't even see Like in Atlanta this weekend, the police there barricaded the fence and held their training center against these Antipa thugs that were throwing Molotov cocktails, burning their cars and trucks on fire, and doing all this violent stuff. They held their line of their security fence. They held the line and didn't allow those people in. That was different. That was violent from the jump, and they held their line. This one, the police very quickly said, these people are no threat. Let's let them in. Let's keep our eye on them and make sure they're not breaking things, and we'll defuse this thing in due time. An hour later, we'll get people out, and it will be over. They actually made the right call because a lot of times a police force can, we had one shooting, Ashley Babbitt was shot by a cop. To me, it was murder. Ashley Babbitt was committing a crime. She was trespassing. There is no doubt she was trespassing, but that is no reason to get shot and killed. While the entire police force there that day was attempting to play it low key and not get into an altercation with these people, we had one incident where an officer shot Ashley Babbitt. That was really the only violence of the entire episode inside the Capitol. So what does all this have to do with Donald Trump? Well, we know that this is all about Donald Trump. The show trial was about Donald Trump. It's about stopping him from becoming president. But I wouldn't worry about the Democrats doing that. They've been doing that forever. I wouldn't worry about the liberals whose take on all this right now is, oh, this video, we can't believe. This is the liberal take on all the liberal media outlets of the, of the video of QAnon Shaman being walked around by the cops like tour guides. There is no commentary that, hey, QAnon Shaman didn't do anything wrong. That's not what they're saying. Now on the left, they're saying we need to investigate the police officers that walked QAnon Shaman around. We need to investigate all the police officers that allowed these people to come in. They want more prosecutions, and now they want to go after the police. Why do they want to go after the police now? Well, this serves their purpose because this video comes out when Mike McCarthy, I'm sorry, Kevin McCarthy, and the Republicans are in control of the House of Representatives. That means they control the Capitol Police. The Capitol Police work for Republicans now. So now what do the Democrats want? We want to investigate the police. Okay, we've got this video being released. They're going to go after the cops now. I mean, this is absolutely remarkable. 
They've gone after Trump. They've done everything they can for January 6th. The American people don't believe this nonsense. They know it wasn't as violent as a BLM riot. They know they didn't burn down the Minneapolis Police Department. They know they didn't go to Atlanta and bust up a cop's training facility. America knows that the violent people are on the left. That's pretty easy for people. Now, whether they care or not is an entirely different issue. There are people that believe the left is justified to be violent and that the right never is no matter what. So that's, that's a whole different debate. But we know as Americans, the left is more violent than the right. That's not up for debate. My takeaway from all this, and I look at things through a lens of media. I always look at through things through a lens of media. That's my profession. It's what I've done forever. I always look at things like this. This is a giant scoop for Fox News. Their star, their absolute star, their highest paid guy, Tucker Carlson, highest ratings, their star got 40,000 hours of footage, put his staff on it for three weeks, and showed America and everyone things that we've never seen before about what happened with January 6th. And Fox News is downplaying the story. You don't see it on any of their other coverage. You don't see it on their regular shows. You're not seeing it at Fox and Friends in the morning. Nothing there. It's like it never happened. It's like Tucker never got this. Why is that? Why would Fox News have all this and downplay it? Now, Tucker Carlson and these shows, keep in mind, these shows in prime time, we're mostly talking about Jesse Waters, Tucker Carlson, uh, Sean Hannity, and to a certain extent, Laura Ingram, although I don't think she's going to push the envelope much. They have latitude to do what they want on their shows that the other 20 hours a day can't do on their shows at Fox News. And what are the other 20 hours of day about at Fox News? It's pretty obvious they're about keeping Donald Trump from being president. They're about Ron DeSantis. They're about a different Republican Party, a more establishment rhino Republican Party. It's about keeping Trump out of the news. They don't show his speeches. They don't put clips on. They don't talk about what he says on social media. There is almost no Trump coverage on Fox News. And never has it been more on display than this giant scoop for Tucker Carlson and Fox News, that they're not playing this stuff anywhere else on their news reports. Why? Because if they show it, it supports that Donald Trump did not incite violence, and Fox News doesn't want that. Rupert Murdoch, the people that run Fox News, why that is, I don't know. They seem to be part of the billionaire ruling class establishment, and the Murdochs, and especially the sons, the kids, Rupert Murdoch's kids, are more left than the old man. I don't. I, I can't say they're committed liberals, but they're somewhere right in the middle. At the very best, they're rhinos, and I'm not even sure they're that. Who knows what the future of Fox News will be after Rupert Murdoch, but this is alarming what they're trying to do early on in the presidential campaign, and that is basically ignore Donald Trump. Keep him out of the news. Anything that's favorable for Trump will not be on Fox News. Now, Sean Hannity had... Trump on his radio show, and he played some clips on the Hannity show. Tucker Carlson showed this stuff that basically backs up Trump and his people didn't do anything wrong. This thing wasn't violent. They can do that in the opinion shows. They're allowed some latitude to say what they want. And to be honest, that's where they make all their money on Fox News. These hosts are paid tens of millions of dollars and have massive ratings and millions of viewers, and that's what people like. They're a success, so they can't really do anything to those people. But the rest of the coverage all day long, it's, it's not anti-Trump. It just doesn't involve Trump. 
And it is stunning to me that they have all this video and it's not being aired anywhere on Fox News. It's like it didn't happen. It's like Tucker Carlson didn't do it. You go to their website, there's no story on the Fox News website about these tapes. None. Again, the Speaker of the House released 40,000 hours of surveillance tape that were suppressed by a January 6th select committee going after Donald Trump. This new Speaker of the House released that to Tucker Carlson and his staff. They debut the videos, and we see stuff we have not seen before that confirms one person purged purged themselves, lied under oath. Uh, QAnon shaman was escorted by two tour guides that were Capitol Police. You know, the, the Officer Sicknick was not beaten by a fire extinguisher and killed at this event, as had been reported. All of this stuff is proven false now with these videos. And where's Fox News? They do nothing. They want no part of this story. They want absolutely no part of this thing. And it is just stunning to me. And this is about Donald Trump. And that is what Trump is up against. He is a massive underdog, folks. I'm sorry, he's a massive underdog. He now, you know, he had support of conservative media and Fox News and a lot of different places when he was running in 2016. He continued to have the support as the president of the United States, and he does not have it now. They have moved on. There, there is a faction of media and the machine and people that have moved on and said Trump is yesteryear. DeSantis is the new guy, and you just watch what Fox News does for Ron DeSantis. You watch how uneven their coverage is. When this primary begins in earnest, you watch. Watch how many days, I'm going to predict it right now, watch how many days they will do some sort of story about DeSantis and his campaign and say, here he was, you know, touting the great economic story of the state of Florida, and then they go on and say, Trump campaigned today in Iowa and was fielding questions about the indictments after the Mar-a-Lago raid. It will be negative coverage of Trump. It will be bad things about Trump covered and good things about DeSantis. I know how this works. I'm just giving you the roadmap. I don't understand what's happening to Fox News. I don't get it. But they are clearly going to make a decision in their regular news coverage that they're going to focus on the negative with Donald Trump. They're not going to come out against him. They're, they're not going to say that. I, I just It's going to be subtle. A lot of this is going to be what stories do they report about Trump. They'll report the negative ones while reporting the positive ones on DeSantis. You watch. It's coming, and I just, this thing just crystallized for me. I couldn't believe it. There's nothing on the Fox News website. There's no recap of the story. You can see Tucker Carlson's video. If you go way down the website, they put the monologues up there each day of their primetime hosts, so you can rewatch the monologue. A lot of times when I miss Tucker, I go back and watch that one. That's the one you need to watch every day because he's 20 times better than any of the rest of them. But it's way down at the bottom, and there's no story. There's no written story by Fox Digital or anything, a recap. There's none of that. There's no social media presence. There's none of that. There's not promoting what Tucker Carlson had. They just aren't. And it was astonishing to me that they're not. So I had to go to read the recap of what Tucker did and get all the actual names of Officer Sifnick and Barry Loudermilk, and and Jacob Chansley, this QAnon shaman, I had to go to the New York Post website before the podcast just to put the notes down, make sure I get the names right, all of the different things that happened. The New York Post covered it all. They had it all. They had a complete recap of everything there and all the people involved in these videos. There will be more videos released at 7 o'clock Kansas City time on Tuesday night. And I'm going to guess that Fox News basically, as an organization, ignores 
that Tucker Carlson original reporting to. It is, it is stunning. Maybe not as stunning as what happened in Mexico across the border from Brownsville, Texas. Four Americans, I, like I'm presuming I'm dead. I, I've seen the, the video of these people from North. They had North Carolina plates on them. A couple of them were from South Carolina. One of, there's a brother of one of the persons that's believed dead now said he was really hesitant about this trip, didn't want to go do it. One of the four persons was traveling across the border for cheaper cosmetic surgery. Sounds like it was one of those stomach tuck things, Uh, gastro bypass or lap band or whatever it may be, but I'm guessing it's a lot cheaper in Mexico. It's elective. Your insurance doesn't cover it. So four people went along. I don't know which of the four. There was one woman and three men. I don't know which of the four was getting the surgery. One of the men before they left expressed that this is a really bad idea and didn't want to go. They go, they're spotted in a white van with North Carolina plates just across the border in this really dangerous town in Mexico that is run by drug cartels and their van is just bullet ridden. They just get shot at and shot up. The government story at this point in the United States and the FBI is going to be they were mistaken by the cartels for drug runners. They were mistaken, mistaken identity. I don't know. I, I have no clue, and I don't know these people. But then I don't know people from North Carolina that get in a van and drive their American plates across the border into the most dangerous place in Mexico. I don't know those people. These people did that apparently for an elective surgery. It looked like on video that the woman was still alive and they threw her in the back of a truck and the three men had all been shot. Two of them looked dead. One of them looked like maybe he was moving his head a little bit. This is crazy. Now, there is a travel warning to Mexico. Our government has had a travel warning to Mexico for a long time. Cartels don't care if they make mistakes. Okay, they don't shoot with rifles. They shoot with shotguns. They will spray and not care about collateral damage. People on the sidewalk. Mexican citizens or anyone, they'll go after their people in the most violent possible way and walk away from something and go, okay, well, wrong people. Oh, well, seven more dead. We were mistaken. It wasn't the people we thought they were. That's what they do. And they don't care. And it's violent and it's bloody. And we know people in the Kansas City area that have been subjected to violence in Mexico on vacation. I'm not telling anybody what to do and what not to do. You know where I vacationed. I went to the Dominican Republic a few weeks ago. We named our dog Cabo because Cabo is our favorite place, and we have not been there in 12 years, 13 years. We've not been there forever. We have not been to Mexico forever, and we love Mexico. We love the people. We love the resorts. We love the food. There is no place we would rather travel out of America on earth than Mexico. We love everything about it except we don't feel safe. And this has been going on for a long time. Heck, I remember Bill O'Reilly a decade ago or longer, you know, doing a bunch of monologues on Mexico and the travel warning and don't travel there. The only way to get them to stop, to get the Mexican authorities to get this under control is for Americans to stop traveling there. But it's cheap and it's close and we travel there and it's all inclusive and the beaches are great. And so here we go. And they tell you right away, you're going to Cancun, stay at the resort, stay on that road. Don't go walking away from the resort anywhere. Well, that's not vacation. And then there's been pirates pulling up in the water and going up on the beach and and shooting people or mugging people. It's, 
Mexico scares the hell out of me. And I don't, I don't easily scare, but I don't want to die for no reason. You know, I just don't. If I get cancer or have a heart attack or something, that's life. You can die with that and feel pretty good. You, you go making a stupid mistake about where you are and get shot up. I don't want to be that guy. I really don't want to be that guy. So I try to avoid places like that. And I'm not blaming these people for being there. I, I, their reason sounds plausible. Save some money, drive to Mexico, get the surgery, come back home. I don't think I'd, I've, I've heard of people in America dying from this surgery. It's a dangerous surgery. This stomach, this lap band thing can be dangerous to begin with. Not sure I'd want to go have it in Mexico to save a few bucks, but people make their choices. You can be mistaken for somebody in Mexico if you're there. This story is just horrendous. This is absolutely horrendous. There's a travel warning on Mexico, folks, and it's even if you are at the Hyatt Regency, okay, you're within a few hundred yards of drug cartel members, period, and they're probably in your resort somewhere. Somebody's probably delivering some drugs and selling them boots on the ground, either there or across the street or somewhere close. They run all this stuff. They don't like killing Americans. They don't like killing American tourists because it's bad for their business. Americans like to buy a lot of this stuff. There was another warning issued in Mexico last week. Did you see the percentages on these drugs? People go there. People have always gone to Mexico. Major League Baseball players for years crossed the border in San Diego and went to pharmacies there and got their, their uppers, their little blue pills and, and all the things that you couldn't get over the counter in America. And the doctors didn't want to deal out greenies, all these different things that they had, the baseball players have to stimulate them. To, it's a long, hard season. They need uppers. They need uppers when the game comes. They take them. They drink coffee right before playing baseball, and they'd get their uppers, and they'd go play. Well, they when they're in San Diego, they'd always go into Mexico and buy that stuff. A lot of people on vacation while in Mexico want to go to the pharmacy and buy prescription medication in America that is over the counter there and it's dirt cheap. Now they're finding this stuff is laced with fentanyl because it's readily available and it's cheap. And so they mix it in with other stuff when they're making it. And the, the United States put out, has put out a warning in Mexico, do not buy anything at their pharmacy. Just don't do it. You can't do it in Mexico. It's frightening. It's scary as hell. And there's been, you start Googling this stuff. This is not an isolated incident. There have been so many incidents in Mexico. It's really, really sad. All right, let's talk about something positive, and that is my friend Doug Horn at the Horn Law Center. He's, I talked to Doug, and he sent me an email. He said, look, let's, let's tone down the, hey, if you've been injured in a car wreck, call me message. His passion after 32 years of this really is from having a bird's eye view of traffic accidents, and you know this from last summer. We talked about the, the teen driver book that you can get. You can download it free at hornlaw.com on how to teach your teen to be a safe driver. This is really valuable. It's free. It's absolutely free. It's at hornlaw.com. You should check it out. He said he's at a front row seat of the cases he's handled. What he's noticed over the last 10 or 12 years is more violent collisions. The distracted driving doesn't lead to just more wrecks. It leads to more violent collisions. Roadway deaths are on the rise. He just wants us to pass along a simple message to you, to me, to everyone else. There is a legal standard. When you're driving, you're expected to use the highest degree of care, okay? So the safety campaigns that are based on telling drivers to slow down, put down your phone, buckle up, are not really working. So he's come up with a very simple system. 
A, B, C, D, and A is the one. Alert, buckled, cautious, defensive. He says, we got to find a way to reach people and let them know that you can make a difference, not from somebody else, but just in the way that you drive. If you're a little more alert, if you're using the highest degree of care, if you're staying around the speed limit in the right lane, not clogging up traffic, not rolling through stop signs or through yellow lights that are changing to aggravate other drivers, if you do these things, it will make a difference. He says that we can, and he, he firmly believes this, he says the listeners of your podcast are not the problem drivers. They got to either reach the problem drivers, teach the problem drivers, or set an example for the problem drivers. I'm telling you, this man is on a mission. He's trying to change the laws in the state of Missouri. Did you know that there's no driver education in Missouri anymore required in schools? It's like, what are we doing? We've got all these people dying on the roads every year, much more dangerous than any other mode of transportation. And we've taken it out of the schools to teach them how to drive properly. He doesn't think it should be as much about even driver training. If we want to send them out and teach someone how to exactly operate a car and do all the driving on it, his thing is safety. How to be safe out there and live. I think that's pretty cool. Doug's a good dude, man. Hornlaw.com. Download that free book for a young driver on how to be a safe driver. It's absolutely free. Or you can call Hornlaw at 816-795-7500 for more information on how you and your family can be safe drivers. That's pretty cool. Here's more to back up that roads aren't particularly safe. This was a shocker. In the, the roads are the bottom part of this story. I'm going to go in order. of The, the headline here is the National Transportation Safety Board Chair, Jennifer Hammondy, was doing an interview, and they were talking about rail cars and toxic spills and oil and gas and all these different things that, you know, we have the massive amounts of train wrecks that apparently we didn't know had been happening forever. I, you know, I knew somebody one time that was in the business of cleaning up train wrecks, and I thought, well, how often does he get a call? This has been 20 years ago, and he said, oh, you won't believe how much my phone rings. There are train wrecks everywhere. They're everywhere. So in this interview, she said something I guarantee you she was not supposed to say. The, question, the follow-up question about all these rail accidents was, well, shouldn't we be shipping more of this stuff via pipelines? And the National Transportation Safety Board Chair, Jennifer Hammondy, said, well, that's certainly a lot safer than rail. Their incident rate is much, much, much lower, a fraction of rail. And so the follow-up question was, well, shouldn't we build more pipelines and ship it that way? And, of course, she said, that's not for me to decide, that's for others to decide. She went on to say, to cover her tracks, rail is safer than transporting any of this stuff via trucks that the roadways in America are really bad and really dangerous and really deadly today. And a lot of this is the advent of the cell phone. I am not, you know, I'm not a big government guy, but as a father, I thought for years, the cell phone should be very simple. Your driver's cell phone shouldn't be active or usable while driving at all, except to call 911. That's it. If you're driving, the car's moving, you shouldn't be able to use your phone. That seems like easy technology, but we haven't done that. Now we're putting giant screens in there where people fiddle around and watch videos and are interactive with playing all their favorite songs and reading the news and following all kinds of different stuff. I don't know what we're doing, folks. I don't know what we're doing. But the chair of the National Transportation Safety Board said pipelines are a lot safer than rail. 
then went on to say rail is actually safer than trucking. I was surprised to hear that. I shouldn't have been, but I was kind of surprised by that. Obviously said air travel is the safest, but you can't really transport all these chemicals, fuels, and gases via airplanes. Sports is coming right up. It is Big 12 Tournament Week in Kansas City. It's SEC Tournament Week in Nashville. Right now, Tickets for Less is your home to the best seats at the best price for every session. KU plays in session number two at ticketsforless.com. You want to see KU play 2 o'clock on Thursday. That's session number two. K-State is in session number three. They play the last game on Thursday night against TCU. So you just order by session. You get two games and use the promo code KKHI at checkout and you'll save on your order. You'll save a little extra on your checkout at KKHI. Use your promo code at checkout, ticketsforless.com, or call your personal ticket concierge and talk your way through it. This is real simple. This is just a local number serving Kansas Cityans. It's pretty cool. 913-685-3322. Memories for Life start at ticketsforless.com, including Big 12 Tournament and March Madness beginning next week for all three of our area schools. Or maybe you're an Iowa State fan. You want tickets to Sprint Center or you want to go to the tournament with them? Ticketsforless.com. Your promo code is KKHI. Mention that on the phone and you will save as well. Ticketsforless.com. Advanced medical imaging online at medimageks.com. See what's inside with an MRI or a CT scan. I saw a story this week that a CT scan saved a four-year-old boy's life in Texas. Another person had swallowed, had eaten food off the grill and swallowed a metal wire uh, bristle from the brush you use to clean the grill. Don't use metal brushes. Don't use, use plastic. Don't use metal brushes on your grill. They stick to it, and it gets on your food, and people every year die from this. You can rip your stomach apart. This boy got it lodged somewhere near his tonsils in his throat. It had incredible ear pain for a week, and they couldn't figure out what it was. They went and got a CT scan and saw, uh-oh, there's this thing going on right by your tonsils, and they got in there and found a metal wire from a grill brush. An MRI or CT can, scan can save your life. You don't want to wait two weeks when you have a problem. When you got a problem, get to Advanced Medical Imaging in Lawrence, online at medimageks.com. They work with your insurance company on all MRIs and CT scans. All major insurance is accepted. They have the biggest, best, most comfortable machines available with quiet, natural lighting. And you can do a heart scan, heart scan there out of pocket for under 100 bucks. Call 785-856-0224. For advanced medical imaging online at medimageks.com. All right, on to sports. A couple of years ago, I thought Brad Keller was the next big thing for the Royals, the starting pitcher. I just liked his demeanor. I liked that he worked fast. I liked where he spotted his pitches. I thought it was going to go great for him, but something wasn't working out. As the league was figuring him out and he wasn't changing what he was doing, hitters caught up with him. Brad Keller knows this. He has all the markings of a guy that should be successful as a big league pitcher, smart guy, coachable, all these things, but it hasn't been getting any better. And I think a lot of us have kind of forgotten about him and maybe even given up on him. Even worse than forgetting about him is giving up on him. An anonymous scout for another team in spring training this year has gone on record and said, Brad Keller has a new breaking ball that if he can throw this for a strike this year, it will, quote, change his career, unquote. Mm. 
So this must be the new staff. This must be somebody with the Royals that got to him that watched him pitch for the Royals when they were with Tampa and said, you know, if you can start to throw this sweeper, is what they call it, a sweeper. If you can throw this sweeper, you can be a monster. Now, he's got to throw up for strikes. It does come with the caveat that he's got to locate it and throw up for strikes. But a scout for another team says Brad Keller has a new breaking ball that if he can throw up for a strike, it will, quote, change his career, unquote. I like hearing things like that. I, I'm... You have to filter the news in spring training because it's all so much optimism, you know. And so this is one that comes, that, the Keller one is a, a very small filter for me, like Swiss cheese filter. Just let it go right. I like it. I'm good. That, that makes sense to me. If he can throw it for a strike, this could be great. The Royals bats this spring, I ain't buying it. I'm not buying it. A lot of people are, and I'm not. I've seen spring training before. I've watched the Royals win in spring training. The Royals lead all of spring training in run scored, batting average, doubles, triples, on-base percentage, slugging percentage, and they scored 10 more runs on Monday. It doesn't matter who they play. They got 10 of their best players off playing in the baseball Congress or baseball classic. It doesn't matter. They just put their guys out there and they hit every day. It's hit, 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 hit. Score, 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 score. How many runs do you think they score opening day? Anybody want to take a flyer on that one? I'll set the over-under on three. If you make it three and a half, I'll take the under. If you make it three, I'll take the under because I don't think they'll score four. But they do this in spring training, and it's so exciting. We think, oh, boy, they're really on to something. And then we realize it's spring training. And the Royals do this a lot. Different managers, different coaches, different players. They do this a lot. They go to spring training and light it up. And a lot of people argue, well, it's better than the opposite. It's better than struggling, and I'll agree with that. But it's like 51-49. This stuff is so insignificant at this point, it just doesn't really matter much. Travis Kelsey is getting a backlash news story from Saturday Night Live in two ways. One is people are saying he was very good on there. They like him. He's got a future. That's good for him. We knew that. We could watch it. We could see that. Two, there's a backlash to the skit that didn't make air. And we talked about this skit yesterday. Creed Humphrey is in it. Chiefs lineman. It was a recorded skit, and the premise of the skit, if you haven't seen it, it's everywhere on the internet, you can go watch it, is sometimes, you know, women who are dating or married to beta males, sometimes they just want to be around somebody big and strong and masculine. Beta male is a nerdy guy that plays video games, has a job from home where he's on his computer all day and wears glasses. It's a beta male is what they call these guys. They're smart, they're reliable, they make money. You know, I'm not saying they're not, they're bad men or bad husbands or anything like that. But the funny part of the story is these women are like, every now and then I want him to pick me up and, you know, toss me around a little bit. Like, you know, picking up a woman and crossing the threshold with her or picking her up and dropping her on the bed. And the premise of this is, is all these guys aren't even strong enough to pick up their wives or girlfriends. And that's where the NFL comes in. The NFL cares is what they say, right? NFL cares. They, you know, they, they want to they do good in society and do charity work. And so here's Travis Kelsey going into this little dude's house while he's playing video games and picking up his wife and carrying her around a little bit. And then another one goes, sometimes I just want to, Creed Humphrey goes, they just want a piggyback ride. And this girl jumps on Creed Humphrey's back and it's pretty funny. It's a funny skit. The backlash from the skit now is, they believe it was cut from Saturday Night Live on purpose, that it was not something that didn't fit because of time constraints. It was cut because it's an inappropriate message. 
that toxic masculinity is such a problem in our society, SNL did this skit that fed right into being masculine as being cool and that they wouldn't air it on television. They've put it out as a short online, but the message is really bad here. And that is big, tough, strong dudes are evil, and this skit goes against this. This is you know, big, strong, masculine guys. Sometimes that's what a woman wants. She just wants some guy to be a man. You know what I mean? It's a good skit. It's probably the best thing they did for Saturday Night Live, and it's the thing they cut, which is absolutely remarkable. They kept all the gay sketches in. They kept all the Fox News sketches in. They kept all the Travis Kelsey wearing a pink suit sketches in. They, they kept all that stuff in there. But the masculine one, sometimes all a woman wants is a man that can pick her up. Nope, they cut that one. They cut that one. And I think that's probably right. It wasn't time constraints because it is funny. It might have been the funniest thing they did the entire show. I think they cut it because the message was wrong. They knew they'd get criticized for it. A week after Woody Harrelson was blasting mandates, which I still don't think the SNL producers knew he was going to do. I think he did it on his own. It was live and he did it. A week later, they do this skit and they say, we can't do that. That's promoting toxic masculinity. That's got to go. KKHI is brought to you by 360 Document Solutions, online at 360documentsolutions.com. Many of you have called 360 and said, hey, come take a look at our business. See what we're doing. See if we're doing this exactly right, because your business is something else. Your business isn't necessarily the documents you produce. Your you know, IT solutions or mailing systems, copiers, printers, things like that. You're off busy with another product or service that your business specializes in and thrives in. Like you got a car dealership, Roberts Robbins got a car dealership. They're about the automobile, man. They're about fixing it, selling it, repairing it, delivering it, all those things. They don't have time for their documents to not be working, their machines to not be working when somebody's ready to buy a GMC Sierra. That's where 360 comes in. They make you efficient, productive, and reliable in everything that you do. Call Mark Lindquist at 913-745-5344 and ask him for a free consultation. It's no more complicated than that. If you can be more productive and save money, why wouldn't you? There is no cost for the service for them to come take a look. 360documentsolutions.com. Oh, at bstock.net, we've got another red tag auction item up. This is a... 2017 Retina Display Apple MacBook Pro. It's loaded with everything and has an authentic Apple charger. It is currently going for $202. $202 is the current bid. Yes, it's used. It comes with a warranty. It's lightly used. It's completely cleaned out, ready to go, and it is loaded with everything. An Apple MacBook Pro with Retina Display. Red tag auction right now. Go to thekklist.com. The kklist.com. Click on red tag auction. You'll see it right there and you can bid on it. It's all part of bstock.net and the wonderful things they do online for customers every day. Looking for computers, televisions, anything electronic, you save big with bstock.net. And if you live in the Kansas City area or nearby, you save up to 30% over what Best Buy or Nebraska Furniture Mart charges on brand new electronics at bstock.net because you can drive to 14680 South Flaming Road in Olathe. That's awesome stuff. Go check out their red tag auction item this week at the KK list, the KKList.com. The KKList.com. It's where all the sponsors are. You'll find everything you need right there. 
great conservative companies like Amazing Garage Floors, which is veteran-owned and operated by John and Heather Hutchins. Epoxy Flooring is their business, 16 years, 10,000 garage floors, 6 million square feet. There is no reason to not have an epoxy floor in your garage. You're going to love this, guys. Treat yourself. Now's the time. Spring and summer is the best time of year to get your new garage floor. 913-901-7139 or AmazingGarageFloors.net. Okay, Sage Steele is a reporter anchor at ESPN. Sage Steele is a uh, very nice, young African-American woman, talented, smart, conservative. Oof. She's still embroiled in lawsuits with ESPN right now over their mandates and things that they did to her that she believes were discriminatory because she's conservative. We'll see how that plays out. She has unloaded on social media against U.S. powerlifting U.S. powerlifting is our national powerlifting. It's Olympics and all that. U.S. powerlifting lost a case in a Minnesota courtroom this week that kept transgender, kept men identifying as women from competing in women's powerlifting. The Minnesota court overturned this. And now U.S. powerlifting has no choice but to allow men who've transed into powerlifting with women. Sage Steele is upset. Elon Musk is upset. There's a lot of people out there upset with this. I'm upset with this, but I don't know what you can do. You're in a Minnesota court. You're going to have to appeal it to a better court is what's going to have to happen. But Sage Steele is interesting. She's just out there banging the drum, man. I mean, she's banging the drum. You should be a fan of hers. She is, she's doing a very tough thing working at an extremely liberal company with a corporate structure. And I don't, Oh, boy, I give strong opinions here. I don't think she'd be getting away with this if she was white. I don't. I think the fact that she's black, she's got a platform in that company and a status that she can get away with saying a lot of stuff. And she's doing it. And they don't like it. I mean, they don't like it at all what she's doing. And she just keeps going while she's suing them for discrimination. I love it. I love it. The flip side of that is Kevin Blackystone of the Washington Post. This guy's been a loon forever. You might remember him from being on one of those ESPN shows many, many years ago. Blackie Stone can't, he can't discuss a topic involving any American athlete with anything other than white skin without bringing up race. He just can't. He is, he wakes up the morning and his life is driven by race. He goes to sleep at night and has trouble sleeping because he's thinking about race. This guy is the ultimate race baiter. That's it. And he's been largely irrelevant for quite some time. He's at the Washington Post. And so he's decided it's time for people to pay attention to him again. And this one's getting him nowhere because he's just getting skewered in social media. He's even getting hit by people on the left for that. This is so far out there. Oh, this is unbelievable. He wrote a column for the Washington Post saying Major League Baseball should cancel spring training in Florida because Ron DeSantis' number one legacy is his attack on diversity, work laws that are Jim Crow laws, and basically taking a baseball back to the days of Jackie Robinson. Wait, what? I haven't heard the players complain. Have you heard a player of any color complain at all about Major League Baseball or spring training in Florida or any of these things? Who are these people? I haven't heard this. Where does he come up with this? Do we have player complaints? By the way, the players... Kevin, even the black players are allowed to be in the union. Yes, they have the most powerful union in sports in Major League Baseball. 
If there were things going wrong in Florida, discriminatory against them in the workplace, we'd be hearing about it. The union would be stopping it. This failed miserably on, uh, what the heck's her name? The crazy lady that ran for governor in Georgia. And she was all over Twitter. People were putting her, Stacey Abrams, putting her picture up saying, yeah, good one, Kevin. This works so well in Georgia. Remember, she claimed the baseball was racist because of the election fraud in Georgia. And so they moved the All-Star game. Baseball panicked and moved the All-Star game. It has now been proven by a poll of black people that were zero response. Not one black person, a scientific poll in the state of Georgia, not one black person, zero, oh, for the entire poll, not one black person thought that voting was discriminatory against blacks. But baseball canceled the All-Star game for this and moved it to Colorado. Their failure is what we need. When they push these things and they fail, we win. And we get true civil rights advancement. And if it wasn't for Stacey Abrams and the ridiculous Atlanta Braves thing and moving the All-Star game to Colorado, if it wasn't for that, this Blackie Stone column might be gaining some traction because they'll do anything to make DeSantis look bad. And that's all this is. Kevin Blackie Stone doesn't like Ron DeSantis. They will move on from Trump to DeSantis. And there, there's some of that happening now. They'll move on. But it's just crazy. Nobody's listening to this guy because the attack on baseball failed before. It failed and it failed miserably, and it should have failed miserably. All right, before our final final, which is a great story, uh, a wonderful quote from a woman that you will know and love. I want to thank Window World for being title sponsor at KKHI, online at windowworld.com. Lifetime warranty, simply the best for less. 816-799-0820 for Window World. MyPillow.com. Many of you are getting the MyPillow 2.0. Thank you for using the promo code KKHI. The MyPillow 2.0 has a much nicer outer shell, the cover on the pillow, and it has cooling technology in it, and it's fantastic. We're sleeping with MyPillow 2.0 right now, and we love it. Use the promo code KKHI. It is the most inexpensive MyPillow 2.0 you can buy by using our promo code KKHI or call this toll-free number, 800-923-9034. How long have you had your original MyPillow? Maybe it's time to trade it out for the MyPillow 2.0. Remember to get the right fill amount here. Whether you want less fill, medium fill, or stiff uh, firm on your MyPillow, make sure you get it ordered just right. MyPillow.com, promo code KKHI. And Advantage Termite and Pest Control, the only pest control company I've ever used. Aaron and his team would love to work for you at your home or your company. They're top-notch folks, and they're really good people. You're going to love the service and the technicians they send you online at AdvantageTPC.com. Again, all of our sponsors are at the KK List, the KKList.com. You can see them all right there for your ease. You know Sister Jean, right? March Madness is upon us. Sister Jean is the Loyola Chicago fan in 2018, Loyola Chicago went to the Final Four. They went to the Final Four at the expense of Kansas State, right? Ooh, Sister Jean is awesome. She's 103 years old. And she's on a book tour leading up to March Madness. Her book subtitle is called, quote, What I Learned in My First Hundred Years, unquote. I love that. Sister Jean is 103, and she's got a book about what she learned in her first hundred years. And when asked about why writing the book, she says, I don't know. People seem to be interested in what I have to say, and I just want to spread the word. 
They're like, what, how, what's the key to good living and living a long life and a fulfilling life? And she said, it's simple. Eat well, sleep well, pray well. Love that woman. What an unbelievably great lady Sister Jean is. You can check her book out online, anywhere you want to buy it. It's got to be filled with all kinds of gems of wisdom. I truly believe the older people get, the wiser they get. Sometimes the simpler they get in their wisdom, it's more common sense than anything else. And when people like Sister Jean live to 103 and have all their mental faculties and are as sharp as ever, it is one of the most beautiful things on earth. We say a lot of bad things here about Joe Biden and what's going on with him mentally. It's sad. It's a shame. He's, young, he's much younger than my mom. My mom can talk, speak, think, and know circles around Joe Biden. It's not close. He's got something, and it's sad, and it's in the public eye. But my God, these people that live, they're 103. My mom makes 103. She's going to be good like this. She's going to know. My, my mom should write a book. What I learned in my first 90 years. She'll be turning 90 this year. God bless her. Great stuff. I love this, Sister Jean. I think I'm going to pick up the book and give it to my mom. That'd be a good read for my mom. They're 14 years apart, but I'll bet they've got a lot in common, a lot of shared experiences and views on life. Really cool. Not to mention uh, Catholic, right? Pretty cool stuff. Sister Jean's book is out there. What I learned in my first 100 years. Awesome. March Madness is here. Basketball is on. The tournaments are taking place. We got the Big 12 and the SEC getting ready to start. We got NCAA March Madness beginning next week, and I can't wait. I thank you so much for listening to KKHI and for spreading the word and letting your friends know about it. It's really the only way that we can grow this and do some good, not just here in our area, but people listening in all 50 states now. So it's quite a blessing to have that. And thank you for telling your friends about it. Tell them this. If you're going to tell your friends about the podcast, say, don't be afraid to listen to a podcast. It is just as a lot of people listen to music on their phones. They stream it to their devices or whatever, but they don't listen to audio content that way. It's like, it's the same thing. When you're driving down the road, instead of listening to staticky AM radio, Bluetooth the show into your car speakers and listen to it that way. It sounds great. I spent a lot of money in here on my soundproofing, my microphone. I try to make this thing sound good on a daily basis. Stream it through those awesome speakers in your car. Great place to listen. Or play it on your Alexa or any other device you have around your house. Let people know. Tell them how to do it and have them hit that like, follow, or subscribe button. And I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. (laughs)